1: where we give you a new perspective on events happening in our world today. This is G.N.N.
0: This is God Network News, Episode 80. Welcome to another episode of God Network News. In this episode, we will be going back to our series on people movements amongst Muslims in Indonesia. And this is part three. We did part one, part two, and this is part three. Some more stories, several stories of Muslims that have come to Christ and not just one or two, but actual movements of people that have come to Christ. This is what's so exciting about what's happening amongst Muslims today is that over the past oh, probably 40 years. There's been more Muslims that have come to Christ than in the past 1400 years. So it's incredible what the Holy Spirit is doing amongst Muslims today. And I think we're just going to see this accelerate, especially since many young Muslims are very disappointed, very disillusioned in Islam because of what they've seen, especially in the Middle East and North Africa with ISIS and all of these uh, extremist groups have really turned them away from Islam. And yet, there's still looking for a lifestyle that has a sense of righteousness and rightness to god and so the lord is really using this opportunity and moving amongst them in a huge way and this is all over the muslim world not just in the middle east or north africa and we'll talk more about that later but also as far away as indonesia Even though it's the largest Muslim country in the world, it's probably as far away from the Middle East as you can get. But here are some exciting stories of what God's doing in power by His Spirit in Indonesia. Also, you were telling me a story about uh, uh, a Muslim man who was told a story that was compelling, was interesting, a story about Jesus uh, by a believer, and then was asked to go and find other people that might be interested in that story. Could you tell tell us about that and what happened?
1: Well, sometimes we hear the success and lots of fruit, and you don't hear the process. This particular guy, I know that he had shared with over 100 people before he found one that was interested. And the one that was interested, he was ready for when the person did respond, and and the guy did make a simple profession of faith, but immediately the answer, uh, the next question is, "Do you know anybody else that would be interested in hearing about what you've heard about?" And to his surprise, he didn't just say, "Yeah, I think I do." He said, "Wait right here, I'll go get them. <laughs> so he went down uh, to the uh, and uh, within a few minutes came back with two friends, and uh, and he asked the preacher to tell his new friends about the process and and to his response that the person uh who had just received christ was asked by I quote the preacher he's not really a preacher he's just a young man sharing his faith but just trying to clarify the participants here that the person who had just received christ was asked no, you share what happened did something happen in your heart or not so he. Stumbles through and he tells what he's feeling and what he's sensing and why he was motivated and in these two Young men were also interested in the story and eventually they were made a profession of faith in Christ and that the, the the new believer was encouraged within a short period of time to, uh, to actually perform the baptism for, for for the for these two young men and true to the DNA of this the way that we're training discipleship is sharing and accountability. Anyway, though, they, they went and did likewise. Who do you know who uh, wants to hear this? And they're in weekly Bible studies. And last report I heard, within a six month period, there were over 800 now studying the Bible on a regular basis because of this one person that uh, came to faith and just simple principles of share what's on your heart.
0: So that really shows the the power of storytelling, but also it it shows that you don't have to have a you know a master's degree or bachelor's degree or Bible school uh, diploma to start leading people to Christ and and seeing the Holy Spirit multiply that.
1: Definitely, definitely not. That's a, a fallacy and often a blockade that hinders people. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's what we're seeing with thousands of weekly Bible studies they're just encouraged to open the word and what is, what is God telling us what are we learning about God what are we learning about man and what what are we uh, what do we believe based on this passage we should obey if we're going to be in good relationship with
0: God and now most of these folks that we're talking about here would be from a Muslim background probably right
1: that's been our focus and and yeah these are hundred percent Muslim backgrounds
0: yeah, it's just, it's really exciting to see this, this church planting or disciple making movements, this is not um, something that requires years and years of training. It's just basically obeying the word of God and, and being a good disciple yourself and, and creating other disciples that that create other disciples, that create other disciples. It's really that multiplication principle versus addition. And um and that's how we're going to see, you know, the kinds of movements that we need to see to have whole uh, people groups come to Christ.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I have a graduate degree, and it's oftentimes that can be a blockade just from simple as we read in the scriptures. The woman at the wells, she went to tell a few people, and he knew all about everything in my life, and she didn't know a whole lot, but she drew out those who had a spiritual interest or a an openness to learn more about God and her simple childlike faith of being willing to listen to Christ and, and and finding others that she felt comfortable sharing with just, it seems to be the principle and that they're willing to go the next step of obedience and listening and hearing. And some would call it persons of peace, those that uh, God has been working in their hearts and, uh, and then just following that trail and sharing more, and eventually we find that those that are open to learning new things and to the things of God, as they hear the Word of God, again, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. As they get the Word of God in their life, then suddenly new birth springs.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, we were listening to a group of, of folks that uh, had a, a movement starting also in another uh, part of Indonesia this morning and I remember some of the fruitful practices other than the fact that he spent three years in jail <laughs> some yeah. of the fruitful practices it was interesting that he was saying you know we were seeing people come to the Lord but but our group our team was having a hard time seeing any of those groups going beyond the first generation of church they they're they were having a hard time seeing those churches planting other churches planting other churches and until they started using this specific method where they were just asking people to to share with find others that are interested and share with them and then encourage them to find others to share the story with and and so on and that seemed to be uh, at least one of the um fruitful practices or methods that really started to see multiplication happen.
1: Yeah, it's sounds very simple, but it's um, just part of the process of uh, of sharing and, and uh, asking those that they know. As I heard one friend recently say, I just led two people to faith, but, but putting in the right DNA up front with them that this is what we do, what I've done with you is Part of the normal christian life and now that's become several hundred uh, followers but uh we sometimes see that there, are hear reports of large movements and wow how can i get to a large number but it it's sort of like with anything just keeping the basics and keeping it simple and just sharing the faith and having some boldness and over the timidity and just sharing with people and these simple principles of uh just sharing what you know and not getting too complicated with it
0: yeah that's really really amazing do you uh, can you remember uh, or think of any other stories similar to this that are happening in your region of the world that might you know might have kind of a unique uh, story to it I don't necessarily recommend
1: this particular method but it did produce some fruit uh, we had a a foreigner and he was using a local Bible student as a translator. and The foreigner didn't know enough to be concerned for his safety. And the Bible translator did. And so he was shaking in his boots as they're in a pretty hostile area. But as they shared a story from the scriptures with a, a person, the a, a person, as they asked, would you like to hear more? And so they made an appointment for the next day. As they came back the next day, they shared two or three more stories from the scripture about the Lord and uh, and then they left and the third day they they came back to visit the man and as they were moving on they, they were just the plan was to just give him uh, their text message number so that if he wanted more information he could contact them. but as they're about to leave the gentleman said uh, no you can't leave and they were startled and uh, he said why can't we leave he said well I had a dream last night and in my dream, there were three white lights at the door, and he said, this is the truth, you must listen to it. What was interesting, the previous days, they had only had uh, the two of them come, but that day they had a third friend accompanying them. So they had three uh, bright lights at the at the door there. So this man, so they went back in and shared several more stories, and the guy did make a profession of faith, and and seems to be the common Way and again, they challenged him with, "Who do you know that to receive this or would like to hear this message?" So, which led to some that he knew in his circles and within again within six months, there were several hundred believers, all of Muslim background, just using this same uh, same method. But again, before they found this one, they had talked to dozens. So again, it's not just do this one time and this is going to happen. But it's quite uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. It's a, we just already uh, have been hearing this sort of reoccurring theme over and over again, and I'm, I'm reminded of that, that passage uh, where Paul is talking to Timothy and encouraging him to do exactly that. You know, find people who are reliable, that you can input into, you can share the story with, and then have them pass it on to others that they find that are reliable. And so it's, it's, it's not just following that simple principle, but it's also recognizing that, that it's, it's much more effective to use other people's sort of natural uh, relationships, right? Their sphere of relationship, their network of relationships, and that the gospel flows naturally on that, uh, on that pathway, that level. And probably because it's, the relationships are all based on trust and openness and honesty, sincerity, and, and that's what opens people's hearts to uh, the message of Christ. So it's pretty exciting. Well, um, thank you very much for sharing some of those stories, and maybe you'll think of a few more over the next day or so, and I can capture some of those as well. Thank you, Larry. You're quite welcome. Thank you for all that you do.